Howdy y'all, my name's Jezebel Lee. And I'm the other bitch. More Glamazon. <laughs> and we're problematic. Oh, this bitch is too distracted by her phone to, you know, pick up the cues. Oh, sorry, I was on TikTok. Girl, they can't see your face. <laughs> it's only your voice, so you gotta actually talk. Hi! I'm screaming. Would your you name's like... Alaska. What's mine? I can't stand you! <laughs> God. Why? I want to uh, work with her one day. Anyway. We hope anyway. you're doing great. Uh, on this lovely 108 degree day. Who said global warming isn't a thing? Uh, it's clearly China's fault. I'm kidding. So, like, anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. So what's Wow, the, white people. What's the topic, Ooh. girl? Girl, the topic is relationships. The topic is love. The topic is sex. With you, it's always the, the weird kinks of it all. I feel like every time we get there, it's going to be, like, some weird-ass kink. Anyway, moving on. I have no control over what people Girl, send me. we tried to have an, an episode about what? Christmas? And it, it like, Christmas. The, keep the Christ in Christmas. Like, like I'd like ooh, to see bitch needed holy water. Well, yeah, to fill the holes, girl. Do you douche with holy water? Well, you I gotta get the demons out one way or another. We really should film this so people can just see our faces. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Alright, anyway, relationships in relation to drag. Alright. Also uh, known as D&D, &D, dating and drag. You're well, welcome for that. <laughs> I hate it here. Hashtag D&D. I live in Albany, New York. If anyone could come help me. Just actually, just give me a, buy my merch so I can get out of here. Please and thank you. Girl, are you ever going to post more than the one shirt? Girl, I got two. I got two shirts, a hat. I got phone cases. It's yeah, okay. with all the same picture of your Beyonce era face. It was great. It was it was stunning. It was iconic. Anyway, so dating in drag. Ugh, I'm so happy I don't have to like be someone dating in drag. Like I got me a boyfriend, so like I'm good. Oh yeah, practically married. It's great. It's a fun time. Sure, um, that's what we'll call it. What? It's an adventure. But so you get to speak on, like, the long-term effects of, like, dating and drag. Oh. And what that does. I, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the state of your house right now. I mean, my house right now is okay. Like, I mean, I'm looking for I'm looking for a document I can't find. But other than that, like, this is, this is pretty alright. Like, we're not, it's not, it's not crazy. Like, There's only a wig hanging over there. It's a the soap station. The, that's where it goes, though. Like, everything's where it should be, so I'm not mad about anything. But the long term... So dating and drag, I think dating and drag is hard. Um, you have to find the right person. Um, I know that a lot of drag queens, when the day, when the trade comes over, they hide the drag um, anywhere they can. Like, anywhere they can. Under the bed, in the closet. When I had trade, like, when I was single, luckily I had a whole, like, second room where my drag was. Um, and then when I didn't, it was still in, like, its own closet, able to be hidden away. Because drag is such a turnoff for so many people in the community, which is wild. Because y'all love a good drag queen, but y'all won't date them. Which is so funny, because I have the adverse 
reactions because people just want to fuck me in a wig. So, you know, but that's not dating, girl. That's called a fetish. There's a very big difference in trying yes. to form a relationship and then being a fetish. I mean, I'm always a fetish because it doesn't turn off. Like, give me that BBC. Like, it, it's... That's so different because they do not care about the person underneath. They just care that you're wearing makeup and a wig. Mm, it depends on the person, girl. Because it can be any fetish can be turned into a kink, and then that's a kink community, and your entire relationship can be built around a kink. <sighs> I feel like that's just like a lot, and also still just like not knowing the real person underneath that at the end of it for me, because like. The, you have to build a relationship on more than just like this is our common fetish well yes but also it is a great it is the gateway drug we are cancelled <laughs> I'm done <laughs> um well girl that's why we're called problematic like I will never forget dating a guy who was a hairstylist and makeup artist I want to preface I was seeing a man who was a hairstylist and makeup artist who wore a full coverage thick foundation to work every day, okay? Every single day of their life. Like, not just to work, wore it out everywhere, okay? And if you wear makeup, that's beautiful. If you want to wear makeup all the time, like, if I go out with the dolls that are dolling as just regular Morgan and not more Glamazon, like, I will put on a little light beat because, you know, like, put some foundation on it. won't be full coverage, but it'll be some foundation just to keep up with them. But he wore it regardless, which is fine. I didn't care. But he had an issue with me being a drag queen and making my money that way. Mind you, he wore makeup every single day. So it was very much, like, so interesting. He's like, I could never date a drag queen. And it's like... Homie, you use more makeup than I do on a monthly basis. Girl, he was one wig away. He was adorable. Well, that's because you have a very specific type. No, I, no, I don't. I've dated a very a variety of manses. A, a very vast variety, variety of manses. Okay. I don't even think you saw that one. Because we, we didn't live together yet. We were just moving in together, and then, I, like, things fizzled out there. Um, oh, is this the crazy one? Crazy one, crazy one, crazy one. I have done a lot of crazy ones, girl. You have to be more specific. See, there's the type. Crazy. LOL, that's not a type. It's just a circumstance. <laughs> girl, a circumstance is when it happens more than three times. A type is when it's ten. Girl, I've not had that many. I've had like three crazies, so you have to be specific. Um, three. I can think of five off the top of my head. You cannot. I have not. There's no way. I haven't even dated. I've only dated probably like seven people my whole lifetime. No. Morgan's definition of dating versus the rest of the world's definition of dating are very different. No, you can date someone and be non-exclusive. I do not, I wholeheartedly do not believe in exclusivity off the jump unless you're going to have that conversation. Like, that's, unless you're having that conversation, like, of what are we, are we non-exclusive, then it doesn't, like, the world is your oyster, date 18 niggas at one time. Okay, but when does it change from, like, okay, yes, we're not, we haven't put a label on it, but also, it's been two months. 
Yeah, and it's been two months with 13 other niggas too. Like, it's been two months. Clearly nothing has clicked enough to make you the my one and only, my exclusive. Like, you did not get the feature on the track. Like, okay. Like, wow. it, what? Out here just making people background vocals. Barely. Barely. They're, they're, the, uh, they're uh, what's her face off of, they're Tamar Braxton's, like, sister. The one who? that was never on the family, the family album. You said who? It's all right. Girl, I'm not explaining more black artists to you right now. Not today. You act like this is a regular thing. Girl, this is the second time in a week. <laughs> okay, you pulled some obscure black artist. Not obscure. I pulled Run DMC, girl. Run DMC. No, that's not. No, no, that's, no. no. That, like, I know who Run it is. The one that you had to start with so that you could get to what's her face. Kamora Lee Simmons. Yes. The, 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 one of the founders of Baby Fat. It's all right. We are, we're digressing. Um, <laughs> what's new? I think dating and drag is its own, like, sport. Some people make it a sport because, like, some people love being a fetish. They love, like, they're like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go get railed after the gig, which also, like, last thing I want to do after, like, popping my pussy on the bar floor where they've spilled their vodka sodas is then go get trade. Like, I, I, all the girls out there that do it, I love it. I love watching it. Girl, the girls that do it behind the dumpster, we know who you are and we love you. You know and what's better than that, though? Chinese food. Exactly. What's better than that is getting out of my pads and tights and eating some Chinese food <laughs> on my couch. Like, probably hammered. Still hammered. Like, honestly, I'll, I'll stay at the bar. Actually, strike that. Best thing right at the gig that you are at at the bar getting out of drag but leaving your face on continuing to drink and getting food to the bar that is my definition of a good night in drag girl that just sounded messy oh it's great me and oh my god me and philly have done it like philly stays in drag but i will get out of drag and philly has ordered food to the bar many a time and i live for it like i, I love stand by my statement with as much love as possible, it still is messy. It's fun, because you're still at the bar, you get to go out and still have fun, you're still there. Like, I don't want to leave the bar after the gig, but I do want my food, so let me door dash it to the bar. Mm -mm. Unless you're those patrons, because please don't be those patrons. Girl, you know a show is not going well oh my when, God. You're, when you're... Um, Happy when, when your crowd table of when your crowd ordered food. door dashes a pizza to the bar girl during the show absolutely not girl no it's worse when it's burgers at least pizza you know oh we're sharing nah we got individual burgers and fries this is this is we really just left the subject behind um but no like well let's talk about like getting dates to come to shows um, I think getting dates to come to shows is really, like, fun and easy. I think if someone's willing to come to your show, like, when I was on Tinder being a single hoe, like, if I could get, like, a guy to, like, yeah, I'll meet you at your show, like, that sounds dope. Automatically, it's great, because honestly, I don't think I put, I put it in my bio, but for a while I wasn't putting a picture of me in drag up, so you just knew I was a drag queen, you didn't know who I was, necessarily. Um, and getting, if they were open to come to the show, that was always like the green light like that was great because i'm like okay cool that means you want to see what i do you want to see me in a show like you want to come support um 
And I think, like, if you can get a guy off Tinder to come see you at the show, like, that's 110% like a go. Like, it's going to be a great time. It is until other girls are there to embarrass the fuck out of you. It's great if girl, you're around you knew, girls don't know you. You knew what you were... You, you know what you're doing when you're doing it, girl. Yeah. Until those girls know too much about you and they're like, Oh, is she going to take you behind the dumpster? Is what it is, girl. Like, uh-uh, you don't put yourself in a position. But also understand that drag queens are walking. We're we're walking encyclopedias. Like we're just gonna read you down, girl. Like that just is what it is. Like it's part of it's part of the essence. So if you can't play with the jokes, don't come to a drag show. Like encyclopedia. That's the one you went with. Yeah. Okay. What? I was gonna say library, like biblioteca, but like I wanted to say the word encyclopedia because I like that word. Um. Oh my god, she's using her SAT words! Not really, that's like... 6th wow. grade language arts. It's not the white person trying to tell me like about the SAT, the racially biased test. That means that you're smart or not. It's crazy. Wow, way to just like be an ally. You're welcome, because it's also <laughs> classist. <laughs> yeah. Class. There's so, there's so many things we can delve deep into. Um... <laughs> Tune in to the next episode when we attack education, apparently. I'm screaming. I, mm, <laughs> LOL, the education system. Um, I think, like, dating and drag is fun until you realize that the person you're dating cannot help you. And when I say help you, I mean physically, like, they cannot carry, the, like, your bags for you. Or, like, there's certain things that, like, cannot, like... Because the thing is, when you're dating a drag queen, you are automatically, if you were at a show, you are the drag assistant, you are the drag kitten. That is what it is, especially if someone is hungry for that. Like, they're like, I need this, I'm doing eight shows a week, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Like, if you're at my show, can you please pick up my dollars? Like, I gotta keep going, I gotta go upstairs and change, can you just hold on to my money? And don't mix it up with the mother bitches, because if you mix up my money, I'm really gonna be tight. Like... That's also something where it's, like, you have to work, like, creating those boundaries of, like, A, you don't have to come to every show, but also, if you're at a show, 10 to 1, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to do something, and that is definitely an adjustment. Um, I think even in friendships, like, not even just relationships, any, any, any person that has any form of a relationship with a drag queen, if we know you, you're now a prop, you're now a, a participant in literally any, any number that I need. All my friends know this. If you go scroll back on early Merc Lamazon's Instagram, you'll see people on leashes. You'll see people in chairs. You'll see people getting tied up. Like, there were no shortage of people for me to tie up because they knew if they were coming to a gig, girl, they were going to get used. But can we talk about how those people in those photos have disappeared? Or is that unrelated? Only two. Only two. Only two. Girl, only two. I'm friends with everybody. Fuck else. (laughs) Fuck them other niggas. I don't care. Um, I wish you well at somebody else's table. I will never wish Ah! anyone harm. I wish everyone the best at somebody else's table because not every friendship is meant to be forever. Not every relationship is meant to be forever. And sometimes you have to cut those ties. And I wish no ill will on anybody. I wish them well at somebody else's table. You will not be eating at my table with me. Because, baby, you can't afford the caviar. 
Like, it is what it is. Go wow. go for the dollar menu, honey. Someone else is taking that. I can't mine. fucking sit at the table either, apparently. Fish I'm eggs. screaming. Oh, yeah, girl. Poor little vegan vegetarian over there. I'm a vegetarian. And I am fucking scared of him. <laughs> for anyone that didn't get it, that was a Kesha reference. No, that was a... 305, whatever. 303, bitch. That part, whatever. Same thing, honestly. Cash I'm a vegetarian. I'm fucking scared um, of him. Woo! This is the mo- Sorry for your headphones with that scream. Uh, it wasn't that loud. I'm watching the sound. Um, <laughs> I think it was interesting how you have transformed from, like, drag assistant to drag queen. Because oh. realistically, like, there was a moment, there was long long span of time where you wholeheartedly the drag assistant of it all yeah but it was also because like i was just doing so much shit and i was just like hey hey what's up please come. i also ruined everyone else for you because i was too fucking good at it oh yeah like but also i now know who i can ask help from and who i can't I'm like if i like when i inevitably need a paid assistant like full time like hopefully like we're gonna say eight months from now um, you'll be the one doing the vetting process because, girl, like, more Glamazon just doesn't like to repeat herself. So, like, that's the only problem. Can we talk about how I have to interview these bitches? Oh, yeah, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> do you match my personality? No. No, it's just, do I have to repeat myself more, like, at all, more than once? Especially in drag, because, like, imagine being duct taped, being fucking all that bullshit, and y'all, like, you expect me to want to repeat myself? Yeah, girl. Been there, done that. I know, I'm saying, like, I'm, no, girl, I hate it. I also, in naturally in life, just hate repeating myself, so it's just, like, in drag, like, I have more patience out of drag, but in drag, I'm like, please don't make me repeat myself, I'm already uncomfortable. I'm already quiet and overlooked in real life, so I'm a fucking McCall. Screw me. Okay, you a bird. Um. Go bird. I'm like a bird. Um. Yes, Nelly! Wrong one! I don't remember, honestly, whose song that is. Nelly Furtado. Okay. Or Furtado. Furtado. No, you said no Furtado. Is it Furtado? I don't know. White people said Furtado, and honestly, we just assimilate to your culture to make ourselves more successful. So, like, here we are. We don't know. Okay, just calm like, down, Beyonce. Just like Tuve Lu. Tuve Lu! RuPaul done <laughs> fucked up the internet. Simone Ye and Tuve Lu. Nobody ever was like, the fuck is that? Uh, I feel like cycling back, because we're just, like, oh. everywhere. Well, let's talk about... So let's talk about Drag Race. So since we're talking about RuPaul and relationships, let's talk about Drag Race real quick and how I love that we are sending a message of, like, acceptance and we are sending the message that, like, every season has somebody... Not that, like, HIV is, like, not common or common. I don't know. Every season, we have a HIV storyline and I find it so amazing. Like, I love it. I think it's, like, so needed um, to, like, destigmatize what HIV is and the queer seat. Well, it goes into dating, sex life. I'm getting blinked at. They're like, that was a rough segue. That Don't. was so rough. Well, I was like, I where came, the fuck are we going I, with it's this? It's okay, girl. 
Um, I think it's definitely necessary. I love it. I also think it's interesting um, that every season has that storyline. Well, girl. And I think probability-wise, it's rare. I feel like it should be rarer than it is. But no, it's usually like the older queens. Is it? Yeah. Angina. TKB. That's the only ones I can remember right now. Both um, of them. Not old. They were, I was like, because TKB was our age when she was on Drag Race. Yes. No. TKB, yes. When she was on Drag Race the first time. Really? Yes, girl. Wow, what are we doing? Girl, speak for yourself. I'm girl, eight, I already did girl, something. I'm eight months away, girl. Eight months away from being that assistant. I'm speaking into existence. Um... But I think it's definitely, a, like, a necessity. I find it interesting that they definitely make sure they have that storyline on ev- almost every season. Yeah, the fact that it is there so often just tells me it sounds, it seems produced. I'm, well, no. No, they don't, they, the reality TV show, nope, with producers? No, I mean falsified storylines, girl. I don't think they're false. I don't think... I honestly... Now thinking about it... I think I know... A nice handful of queens. Positive queens. In their, like, private lives. I mean... Yes, it's not uncommon, but to... That that's... Is that one of the selling points that got them on the show? Potentially. But, like, that's not a bad thing. Like, honestly... Use every advantage or disadvantage as an advantage. So, like... What yeah. I love that there's a half naked drag queen behind us. Hi Scarlett. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't wanna be here. She's getting ready for the gig. Get uh, ready for the gig. She's like, I'm not in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um But no, I just that's one of those moments that I'm like I just wish we could uh, have like a different story like, like bitch, like we talk about herpes. Because that sticks with you. We could talk about, have a herpes storyline. Can we talk about, like, just STIs in the total? Like, like, all of it. It'd be great. What? Nothing. She's a mouthing, I cannot stand you. Like, I'm just saying. Let me tell you why I can't stand her. Not because of the subject. Because right before we started this podcast, I was like, girl, what you want to talk about? She was like, STIs. Like, how are we going to? Do an entire podcast about that because I we should bring awareness. Like I have never somehow been, she got it there, girl. Because I have I have never been um, personally like affected by an STI, but I feel like this really feels like one of those ninety early two thousands commercials, right? I have never been affected no, but I'm saying, by this. Cause. I feel like there are people that potentially could be listening that are like, oh my god, well, like I feel like my. My friends that, when we were younger, that may have gotten diagnosed with an STI, like, it felt like the world was ending. There was a time I got misdiagnosed with HIV. That was wild. It was the worst two weeks of my life. Wait, you had this too? What, the, I call my pregnancy scary. Yeah, girl, that's why I went to school to become a health educator. I literally was, I went back to school because it was so traumatic. It was so traumatic. It was because one in two, so the statistic is one in two um, black gay men have HIV. Like, that's the statistic. Or that was the statistic um, back in 
like I'll say 2016 I don't remember exactly what year at this point I was like young and dumb um and, and I went come. I wasn't though I was not even hoeing that was the that was that was the kicker I was so confused so I was um I went to get I was like I remember I was at the gym with my friend I was like oh girl I'm about to go get tested it's the clinic open day in my hometown and so I went to the clinic mind you it's so awkward going to the clinic in your hometown because my hometown at the time was really really small so like everyone knew everyone so there was no like we know like HIPAA's a thing but girl HIPAA's not a thing in a small town everybody knows everybody's business everyone knows everyone's business like so I go and usually they like you get tested they prick your finger they do whatever they do all the, the fun things you know and then they usually slide a paper under the door for negative like so like while the doctor's talking the paper slides under the door blah 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 so the doctor's talking to me and the paper never slid under the door and I never thought anything of it like I was just like whatever the doctor comes back in and she's like so and I'm like fuck <laughs> Ooh, girl. she's like so you came back positive and I'm like pos- positive for what like I'm like what came back po-? like who who like I was so like I was like okay and I remember I will never forget like I started to get hot I instantly started sweating and I almost passed out um and I was like could it be this is this is the part where everyone goes you should sue them and I never did because a clinic in your hometown is important um I was like is there any chance that it could be a false positive and she goes no no chance and I was like oh Okay, and in that part, that is when like the med- that was that was the part where it was sealed the sealed that um that lawsuit. But I refused, like I was like no, um, and so then they were like, but we will still do a confirmation test, and the confirmation test takes a week to come back. Mm-hmm. So they they pulled my blood, and I will never forget. It was this is when Beyonce Lemonade had like had been out for a while but the the dvds and the cds had just been printed and all that so i remember that because i bought the cd at barnes and noble oh my god oh it was a it was a day <laughs> it was a bad day. it was a day all right good day it was it was girl i thought <laughs> i was day. dying i was like i have gay cancer like that is literally i was like i because like you the health education system is not geared toward queer people and they pretend that straight people don't get hiv even though more straight people have hiv than queer people at this point um, girl, that statistic was wild. Girl, it popped up. It's like it's now sixty forty. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Uh, not like. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, and and so cancel. I'm screaming. But no, like the doctor, like, and so I leave. I go to my friend's house. I'm like crying. But then my friend, black, where my friend just started like bawling, and I'm like, oh, so now I'm taking care of her. So her taking care of me. It was a wild day. Fast forward the week that I was supposed to call. My friend's mom, who works at the clinic, is the one to call me. Okay, that's the fucking worst part. Girl. Yes, exactly. So you know that everybody now knows. Um, she calls and she's like, oh, well, it was inconclusive. Like, we don't know what happened to your blood sample. We're going to need another sample. I have a week where now I'm having all these symptoms because, you know, I've now Googled it. I'm not eating I'm just crying. Oh, I'm you not got those going... psychosomatic symptoms. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can see the spots on my skin. Literally, I went from working 60 hours a week to, to going into work looking like death so they would send me home. Mm-hmm. And so I had two weeks of that. And then I finally was like, you know what? Because I, I was going to school at the time. Um, 
I was like, you know what? Like, it's okay. Because I was also bracing to be alone for the rest of my life, which used to be one of my biggest fears of like, I'm going to end up alone. So I still, so by the, oop. So by the by the end of week two, I'm beginning to like I've gone through the stages of grief, and now I'm beginning to accept it. And I'm like, I'll be fine. Like you know what? This will not define me because I'm still what one of the baddest bitches in the game. Like that was I was like, it's okay. Wow, what happened to that? Still one of the baddest <laughs> bitches in the game. So by the end of week two, I get a phone call, and I'm at work at this point. I've made it. Like I can go back to work. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I get it again from my from my friend's mom, um, and she's like, "Oh, everything came back negative," and I'm like, "Praise the Lord, girl!" I went to church, by the way, during these two weeks. Oh, she thought I went Jesus. to church. I went to church and I went to temple. Like, I oh, was, she I wanted was, to cover her bases. I was too. looking for any way out of this. Like, I was like, girl. You're like, like I, I am one step away from going down girl, I almost some wicked. Girl, I almost got baptized. I am dead ass. I almost, you can, I will, I can call my friend. And that it was the church that we used to, that we went to together. Like, I can call her. She'd be like, yeah, you almost got baptized. Like, I literally almost went into the pool. They like, dunk it. Like, it was really going to be a thing. Yes, I know what a baptism No, is. but like, it was like, in a, it's weird to me. I didn't see a baptism. Oh, I'm from um, the South. Baptisms were a way of life. And literally, and then I continued to go to church for, like, probably six months. And then I would pop in, like, whenever I wanted. Because it was, they were dope. The church is, like, the priest had, like, a lesbian daughter. Like, she was chill. But, like... Those are the best priests. Best, the one who um, are, like, I'm down with that LGBTQ. Okay, cupcake. Uh, if your priest <laughs> recites cupcake, it's really a good day. Um, but, yeah, and then I proceeded to, like was like, okay, when I go back to, like, school, I'm gonna go back for health ed, because I never want anyone to be so uneducated where you think you're dying. Because there are actually HIV cases out there where, like, you, they don't even take their, um, antivirals, they just live a healthy lifestyle and keep their, um, viral load undetectable on their own from diet, exercise, and things like that. So, like, there are many, many, many ways to deal with HIV. And, like, you do not know that from the education system because they don't teach you about it. So you're like, HIV, death sentence, done. You're like, ooh, it's posed. And it was just pre-posed, so no one even really was even talking about it. Yeah. I mean, I have a... I'll do, like, the shortened version of mine because your story was quite long. I'm sorry, girl. I have a very similar... I... my I did this during college. My college hosted, like, a testing day like yes had, clinic had like a, a theater faggot so they were like the faggots are here i'm joking i'm joking. girl there were five gays at my college five well, out gays five out gays. there we go there we go i'm gonna say room full of room full of musical theater we're gonna say no there were more gays in the athletic department than there were in well girl because they wanted to wear the jock straps Anyway. No, they just wanted to be where everyone showered. I want to be where the showers are. I want to get want to get really wet. Hey. Anyway, so my friend and I we decide to go. I they do the cheek swab on me. Oh, fuck that cheek swab. And I come back as positive. No, I did have 
they filled us, made us fill out a questionnaire. And on this questionnaire, questionnaire, there was a thing that said, have you had unprotected sex within the last three months? Within that three month span, I had been a part of an orgy, R3. So, I checked, yes. I mean, girl, you were out of orgy. Yeah. I was out here being a serial monogamous, <laughs> and you were out here being an, an orgy. <laughs> Listen, sophomore year, I was wild. I'm screaming. Okay, sex party. Okay, work. Continue. Listen, I went to college and I lost a lot of weight. You couldn't tell me shit. I had gone from being 300 pounds to being 150. You couldn't tell me shit. Same. I would fuck anything that would have fucked me. And I did. Multiple times. Anyway got that false positive they were like okay so we need you to go draw blood they took my blood two weeks pass in the meantime i've called my sister who works in medicine and i'm like so this is what's going on please do not tell our mother because i'm waiting for the results to come back i'm bawling she's like how could you fuck up this hard like blah 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 reading me to filth not knowing about the orgies, just knowing that I had, had unprotected sex. And yeah, but then I get a call in the middle of the day. I had not gone to classes for a week. No theater shit, no classes. Because I just couldn't get out of bed. I was so depressed and sad. And then it came back and they were like, yeah, it was a false positive, so you're good. But um, I'm going to encourage you to use condoms next time. And because this was a clinic and my college had on-campus... Testing? Like, like... No, not test. Like, mailboxes. They mailed me this box about... As big as your fucking mailbox, basically. Full yeah. Of think yeah. like a regular... Like a brick. P.O. box. Yeah, like, like P.O. box sized fucking box of condoms work did not use them because I was so afraid of sex oh girl they almost paid for my th Planned Parenthood almost paid for my motherfucking therapy because I could not have sex for like sober I could not have sober sex for like two to three years like I was so fucked up and put off from sex because of the false positive I was fucked up i will n literally they were like you need therapy i go no fucking wonder huh i wonder if that's any because i don't know if i'm fully over that yet yeah, girl a therapy is for everyone mental health is good girl which like therapy <laughs> <laughs> therapy girl better help not sponsor us um anyway um <laughs> we need you um <laughs> please <laughs> i can refer Quite a few friends. Girls, you still back there? <laughs> Scarlet! <laughs> we'll just start naming off drag queens. I'm screaming. Um, Pull the Rolodex out, girl. Well, I was told, like, um, who did I tell this? I told this somebody, like, oh, I was talking to Melissa, and I was like, if my child comes to me and says they want to be, like, a theater kid, 
I know that they had a traumatic moment in their childhood because there is no theater fucking kid that has not had some sort of really fucked up trauma that we pull from to do those really great crying scenes like or to have those angry moments like I'm sitting here like oh you want to do theater I'd be like fuck put you in therapy right now girl we're gonna put you right in the therapy like where did I fuck you up literally I'm so like, sorry where was what did absence? I do what did I miss there were signs did somebody hurt you like so many questions I like how you're like I my kid's a theater major what did I do wrong literally like and not that like obviously if you have theater children you do not fail as a parent but just know some trauma happened to them at some point in their life for the most part oh you failed might as well just oh my god no but also so like STIs let's talk about monkeypox, girl because right now the gays are being blamed for monkeypox, and it's quite interesting because you can literally get it from sharing a jacket with somebody like you can get it from like yeah being unfortunately in close proximity. it does the way it reacts to the body is very similar to how HIV AIDS the, I just know about the lesions, girl. The lesions and how it uh, attacks the your immune system. like symptoms for like the fever and all that. Yeah, it takes I out just, your auto. I'm over system. them blaming us for shit. Well, girl, we did not know. Girl, the first case, and I'm not saying that we deserve the blame, but the first case was from three gay men in the United States. Okay, and we just because we have the bank account to travel, don't blame us. Be better. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Heteros, be better. Like, I be better. Like, Why want? can't you afford vacations and bring diseases? I'm so sorry for your ears. Um, oh, that was... Yeah, I'm exactly. So that like, one was loud. Oh, my goodness, girl. Um, no, exactly. Like, it's not my fault that, like, hetero life is fucking boring. Like, y'all have kids and think the world stopped. Like, no. Beyonce told us to carry on. We'll have kids and it keeps going, girl. Like, no, like... Oh, that's a whole different thing with you, because we could have a whole combo. What? No, heteros have kids, and their world, like, ceases to exist. Like, only the heteros that are having kids now that are our age, that are our age understand how to have kids and still maintain themselves and not lose themselves into their children. Like, I think there's just... But it's, it's still very rare. I think gays always have the right idea when it comes to having kids. Like, girl, I'm still gonna climb Mount Everest with my kid. Let's do it. Like, bang, bang, choo-choo train. Like, it's just a part of it. It doesn't become my personality. We get it, Becky. You had eight kids. Calm down. Okay, but you want seven of Becky's kids. So I do. Down. I want seven kids. But the thing is, it will not be... It will be a part of the adventure that is my life. Like, it won't be my whole life. It will be a part of my life. Girl, with seven kids, it is your whole life. No, girl. Like, I got... Sorry, daddy's gotta go uh, do this so daddy's that y'all go, can eat. Literally, daddy's gonna go twirl. <laughs> because y'all want dinner tonight. And literally, daddy's gonna go twirl in Aspen. I'll be back in a week. Okay? Your aunties and uncles got you. Uh-uh. You leave your fucking kids with me. I'm not leaving them with you. No, I'm gonna leave them I'm, with Jen. I'm great with children. I'm gonna leave my children with Jen. I'm great I don't want them because they will say some sideways shit to me after being with you. And then it's going to be a problem because now I'm going to be locked up. <laughs> I'm going to be locked up and I just can't have that. So I'm going to set myself up for success and leave them with Jen. Um, oh yeah, so they can start re- 
I guess, girl. girl, yes. Everything that Jen gives is great. I want my children to absorb it all. Um, <laughs> I forgot where I was driving. I have no today. idea. I'm like, driving. I'm driving today. I'm driving today. You really uh, are. But <laughs> you shouldn't be, girl. Don't drink and drive. No. Um. I, I think that like. Getting back to where we will get back to monkeypox. I don't think it's fair to blame any demographic for any one thing. That's just like when Donald Trump was out here calling it the China virus. Like, no, girl, call it COVID nineteen. We're not gonna call it the like. You're fucking ridiculous. No one. We're not gonna blame one group for like besides like you know like white supremacy because like we can't really like blame any other group for that. Um, but we can't like sit here and blame these groups for these STIs and or any infections or diseases or any of these that you can't and I just don't understand people are gonna be out here being like oh you're gay like I guarantee like we could probably look at sales of something I don't know where because like we're not gonna look at sales here but we could probably look at attendance at like some sort of drag show somewhere that usually like it like lips in New York City like, attendance will be down because of monkeypox. Because they're going to be like, monkeypox is gay. Because it's been, it's already, it's already being said. So it's like, there are people that would, that already, like, were on the cusp of, like, maybe not going, that they initially wanted to go because, oh, drag queens, it's cool. All those, like, little Republican white girls that come to the drag shows and be, woo, until you say Black Lives Matter and then they're uncomfortable. Been there, done it. Um, and those people definitely will not show up. Which, granted, do you necessarily want them to show up? Eh. I would love to open some minds. But, like, they are now more apt to not cop. I 100% agree with you. No, seriously, I getting, do. Getting the crouton dust off the fingers. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, girl, I ate at, like, 10 o'clock today. Um, no, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Just the reality of the situation is the way it entered our United States our United the United States dictator over here is because because of three gay men now am I saying it's exclusive to us no is it exclusive to one community or demographic no but the unfortunate reality is that that's how it was brought over from another country and should it be called the gay, the new gay disease, the new gay plague? No, but that is one thing that we as a community are gonna have to deal with again. At le but on the bright side, this time, at least the CDC and the government are actually acknowledging us and not just saying, good luck, good luck, our direct quote, oh no, let God handle it. Well, girl, that's only for now until the Supreme Court really tries to rule that we aren't people anymore. I know. That's really only for now. Like, I, that's, there's so many things where I'm like, this is for now. Where it's like, we all talk about moving, where I'm like, girl, I'm only moving to states that appreciate who I am as a human being. Like, I could never, like, imagine living in a non-progressive state while this shit's going on. Fuck that. That's even scarier. At least there's some resemblance of someone trying to, like, maintain 
rights. So, girl, when are we moving to California? <sighs> it's too expensive, girl. I can't do that. If you live outside of the city, it's one of the burbs. Girl, it's too expensive. I am too bougie for a one-bedroom anything. Girl, that's why you live in a burb. Get you one of those picket fences. Little oh. bungalows. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think it's, like, going forward, like, people really have to think about, like, actually voting in local elections just for things of like we don't want to backslide we don't want to be like wow hiv where or like hiv or covid where we handle covid in such a fucked up way where it looks like hiv again all the way in new york city where they were putting bodies in they were burying bodies in central park temporarily of course but burying bodies in central park like so overrun and nothing just trucks full of fucking people like that's wild and I think it's like we have to look into like what politicians are saying and doing and like I'm over the right leaning left like the conservative I'm over the conservative um, democrats like we don't need any more conservative democrats I get it most say, of them. Exactly. Like, I don't need any more conservative Democrats because that's how we got our Supreme Court to where the fuck we are right now. Absolutely. With the coon himself over here just doing what he can do. I can say it, y'all can't. <laughs> Uncle Tom have an ass. Oh, like, I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Okay. You're like, he was like, what's a coon? <laughs> yeah. No, girl. From the South, I knew. I, that's why I was confused for a second, girl. Um, and really just knowing what's going on because we need to talk about all all the policies and all their beliefs because at this point every belief matters because we are just like we're keeping the Christ in Christmas we're keeping the Christ in the fucking Supreme Court where it has no fucking business I'm just ready for us to start taxing the churches oh girl, we can't? girl if we could tax the, the, the money ugh Talk about those super churches, the ones that are on TV. If we could tax them, ah! If you... If you are... If you are the head of a church, and you have a car that costs more than $30,000, we have a problem. Point blank period. If you are not driving a Honda Odyssey minivan, we have a problem. If you are not driving a town and country, we have a problem. Um, if you, if <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the times when, like, to be a priest or in servicehood like that, you had to give up worldly processions. Can we go back to that? That's great, right? Because I'm sitting here like, you better live at the church, the little house behind the church. It could be have three bedrooms, four bedrooms. I don't care. Um, but and they can be nice. Let's be real. It's gonna be a nice house. Everyone deserves niceties. But I'm saying you do not need a Bentley. You do not need a Land Rover, a Range Rover, a Mercedes. You don't need a Cadillac, girl. Let's talk about the amount who have Cadillacs. Why is that the priest car? Well, Cadillac was like the um, pinnacle for. So I can only speak from like the black, like Baptist, like that type of like background. It was like the pinnacle of like we've made it because like that was the car of people who made it, like a Cadillac. And so, yeah, you don't need it, girl. You've made it. It's fine. 
Um, but that is like, oh my girl, like no, put send it back, send it back. Yeah, no, I, I'd like to go back to that whole service, service to the people. There's a lot of like, at one point, the focus for politicians loosely and church was like focus on the people, the community, blah blah blah. Well, it was supposed to be that the idea was like, hey, like, especially bringing back to, again to politicians, like, they, the churches acted as, like, community centers because the politicians weren't giving, like, the local governments weren't giving community centers to the communities. So, like, the churches stepped in and they were those pillars. But in areas where those churches, churches are not doing that, like, you do, you need to pay, you need to pay taxes. Because you're not open to the public, you're not you're not doing any community service. Like yeah, your once a week service, preaching whatever word you're preaching is not enough. Exactly, like I need you to act as a community center. I need you to act as a bomb shelter. I need you to act as all these things for the local community, in order to get your tax exemption. Like I'm wholeheartedly, I'm okay with you being tax exempt. I just need you to be actively a part of the community that you are in. The mega churches, bitch, no, y'all paying taxes. There's, there's no, but there's no, y'all, y'all pay. There's no if ands or buts. Y'all got too, y'all. It's the like the size of a football field. Yeah, it's too big. And this is coming from someone who's, who, like I said, I'm from the south where there are, you can drive through town, and you have passed at least fourteen churches. I really thought she was going to make a size queen joke. I really thought that's where you were driving the car. Nah, girl. It's too big. I love a little church. It's nice and tight and roomy. Well, not so roomy. (laughs) You get to know everyone in there. That's the end of the podcast. (laughs) That's over. It's fucking over. (sighs) Not, Not... The analogy of a church and a bussy. I can't do I didn't say that. I said tight and close-knit. I can't do this. I can't work under these conditions. It's ghetto. Listen, that's where I met my first boyfriend was in church. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was it the priest? No. It was another one of those queers who was like, we're not queer, but we're going to go hang out. So, like, we weren't boyfriends, but we were. It's my not boyfriend. I have a lot of those. I'm screaming. Not boyfriend, because they don't want to call themselves my boyfriend, but... Bitch. You don't want me dating nobody else. Literally. Oh, how about dating... Have you ever dated a conservative guy? Yeah, you've definitely dated a conservative guy. I have 100% dated a conservative guy. I've only... I've only... I think, like, one... Only one. The one before this one. Real? No. Yeah. Not before this one. Yeah. The one before... It was the only conservative. The one that gave me COVID. Oh, yeah. Because we don't count that one. LOL. No, that was still... That was, like... They were still around. Like, so the, he was... Yeah, no. I'm screaming. That's all right. But... Uh, have you ever, like... Dating a conservative, but also... but. Dating, a, dating someone that's not a conservative and their family's conservative? Rough. Girl, the South. <laughs> rough. 
Nope. Everyday life. Have you ever... Girl, I'm black. The amount of... Someone looked at me and said, have you ever had Popeye's fried chicken? Yeah. Randomly. You're also passing. As what? Straight. You... When I want to, but also... Have you ever had Popeye's fried... I want to preface this, that there was nothing in the conversation to ask me this random off-the-wall left-ass question. I was like, um, yeah, yeah, I've had Popeye's fried chicken. Yeah. What? It's not like it's better than KFC, and I'm sitting here trying to not be rude, and you're sitting here going, I love this human. Please don't let me be rude, because if it's ru- like, and uh, I don't know, my fall to go to in those situations is to talk about Jesus. No, I do not want to talk about Jesus. Okay, but I in the South, and if anyone Southern ever listens to this, they're going to be able to attest to this. In the South, you don't have to be religious to know Jesus. Jesus is your friend. Jesus is a part of your curriculum. Grows up in... You grow up with Jesus. I grew up with Jesus, girl. You grow up with Jesus. Like, Jesus is every Southern person's imaginary friend. <laughs> imaginary friend. Because um, you... you he does, You don't have to be religious to know Jesus. Yeah, but like... I think we have very different... Not point of views... But, like, comfortability levels, where there's a level of, like, I will try to be comfortable for a butt so long, and then once I'm just, like, not comfortable, it's just hard for me to ever, like, get back to, like, it's just, like, I only have so many times. It's kind of like a punch card. I only want to see people thus so many times. See, I think for you, it's comfortability. For me, it's survival. I, well, the thing is... Because I've been in situations where... If I acted too gay, I wasn't leaving that room. Oh, yeah. I think... And so you go into the straight acting side. I can talk about Jesus. I can talk about sports. I can talk about fishing. Because these are all things that I can pull out of my ass that are straight-sounding enough. You're like, yeah, what's up, bro? How you doing? Oh, when yeah. I literally Let's was see. able to talk about how to skin a buck with a guy because I knew he had a gun in his closet and was not pro-gay. Oh, girl. Yeah, no. That's like being being black and you're just like seeing, you're going places and you're like, hmm, there are only, there's only one other black person in this entire room where at, at whatever family gathering or whatever thing you're at. And it's one of those moments where you're just like, you're still just kind of like, where are the exits? Where is that? Just because like, there's this, there's a woman who was, I will literally never forget it. The woman that was, went over to hang out with her fucking friends and was never seen again. Never seen a fucking again. A black woman hanging out with all these motherfucking white people. And she was like, no, they're my friends. And was never fucking seen again. So it's just, I'm just like. No, that's very true because like, I can put on straight acting as hard as it is for me because I am as hard as it is to believe all those listeners out there but (laughs) like you like to say you can't turn off your blackness that part uh, 
it's just that I think the thing is like the, sh the gayness has never been an issue for me like I can turn it on turn it off whatever like I don't even think about it like I will never apologize I will a never apologize for who I am in any regard and I think like I've over the years left survival mode which is honestly a very dangerous place to be because I am no longer trying to survive so like if you really are gonna come for me come for me because I ready like I'm ready guns a fucking blazing like I'm very much like I'm now either you're going to let me thrive or I'm going to fight you <laughs> not the fight no that is where I really I'm at. thought you were gonna go for the lot with the rhyme and be like or I'm going to alive you no I'm literally it's either you're going to let me thrive or we're gonna fight okay. like that's it I am I have no more energy for survival I am either thriving or we're go we're going at it and just because, like, I spent too long, I spent too long apologizing for my existence in spaces. So, I will, I cease to do that. And I think that's why more glamazon in certain areas is labeled hard to work with. She's labeled all these horrible things because she's a nigga. And she refuses to apologize for her presence in a space. And I think out here within like meeting going places and doing things in relationships and essence of that it's a very it's off-putting for certain people because i am no longer vying for likability i don't care I give a fuck if you like me you're not the person that needs to like me and like that's the energy that i put off at this point and it's it's an interesting challenge to see how people spar with that energy because like at this point, it's like, I'm a human, you're a human. If we can't respect each other for on the basis of just being two human beings, what do we have? See, that's the... Except for some people just don't respect other people as humans. And so we're fighting. <laughs> you're just so ready to fight. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm over this situation. No, I literally either I'll, I'll fight you with my mouth or I'll fight you with my fist. Either way, you will know how I feel. Not like that. Oh, with your mouth. You Ooh, will know how see I daddy. feel. Or I'm just going to sit here or I'm quiet. Because, like, if I'm quiet, you're just not worth the energy. Because, like, what, what am I proving within a relationship? Sorry, I'm just reflecting on all the quiet moments. Like, damn. Remember, like, I will... The th exactly, like... And when I say fighting, sometimes, like, even if it's, like, fighting for that relationship, I will still be loud as fuck and let you know that you're fucking wrong. But... <laughs> there are moments where it's just so much easier to be quiet. And it's easier. But just know, just know you've lost. And it's, it's done. It's over. But also, like, the peace of it all. That relief of when the relationship is dead and you just, you accept it. Yeah. Like, that, because you've been holding on to something and it's, like, this wild, and crazy ball working. of energy. And you're like, I'm fighting to hold on to this. And then at some point, you just finally just release it. Just that Yeah, like, no, it definitely some things do need to come to an end and when things end it's really relaxing like it's very just like a weight has been lifted and like you're just like okay again and at somebody else's table eat I was well. gonna say like McDonald's dollar menu for you boo boo 
Um, or you know what? Go have a wonderful life, but we don't have to have the same wonderful life. Exactly. They're wonderful. The thing is, McDonald's for someone, McDonald's is somebody else's caviar. And that is something that I think people don't get is that like people, everyone's threshold for bullshit and fuckery is different. And like McDonald's for someone is caviar. And it's not my caviar, bitch. Girl, if like, I am not getting that free range salmon, it ain't, we ain't fucking with it. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, it's, have, have the best life that you can have. But just know, it's not going to be the life that I'm having. Girl, I like Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. It was in my car. What? That cheese that you left behind. Once. Do you remember? Yeah, because I'll never fucking. In my fucking car. We'll be 80 and you'll be like, remember that fucking cheese in my car? Yeah, girl, because it was cheese, girl. No, because the dementia took that memory away. <laughs> Luckily, I would probably get it at like 60, so I'll have the cheese memory for a very long time and the memory of this moment right there. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Whore. How, how many minutes we at, girl? An hour. Oh, girl. I think it's... Should we break this to an end? Girl, I think it's time to end. All right. I hope y'all follow this incoherent line of bullshit. It's our normal. There's a baseline of relationships in there. If you go to the earlier episodes, we're real good about staying on subject. That's a false. That's a that's a lie. That's no, the slander. earlier episodes we were totally so much. No, better. the last two have been interesting. All of them least. have always been this like, do 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 do. No do, girl, do, 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 do you do. listen? I listen to our podcast. As you should tell your friends. Uh no, share it with your friends because digital media and that. Share it, sends it to our two people that we know are listening. <laughs> Thank you. Please share it. If you want a shout out, send me a text. <laughs> yeah, send more Glamazon a text because you don't have my number. I'm screaming. Yeah, we'll shout you out, girl. And you're gonna. One of you will be our special guest soon. Girl, special guest. Yes, girl. We're gonna have special guests. We're gonna. We're- oh, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. We're gonna have special guests. It's gonna be everything. Well, this is a surprise to me. Mm. Much like my uh, negative test, a surprise. All right, y'all. We've been problematic. I quit. Bye.